0: Takeover Lounge, vibing. Lab rats. Courtesy of Lab rats. Uh, you know what it is. Oh, we're out here, man. Takeover Lounge on a Sunday. We've been we've been going back to back to back uh,
1: outside
0: outside in the Hotel McCoy. Shout out Hotel McCoy out here in Tucson, Arizona. We were we were a little nervous this morning, uh, waking up, only because it was raining and we were like, ah, oh, man. Hope we don't get rained out of here, but we got some lovely weather going on. We got mm-hmm. we got the sunset happening. We got Jamar in the back with the with the fountain. You know what it I'm is taking that
1: fountain home. With
0: me. <laughs> but you know what? I, I didn't even introduce the guest. You know what it is today. We got the man himself, no other than Jamar International, back at it
1: oh, with okay, us. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I like well, that labret.
0: <laughs> you know, mankind doing pushing the boards. You know what I'm saying? Uh We out here, Jamar. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, brother? Good, man. It's How been. How you doing, sis? You good?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. See so you.
1: See so you had a little surgery going on there. No. That's been the talk of the the weekend. The she whole... got me feeling bad. I'm like, wow, I really got her out here. For this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like feeling sad about it.
0: Don't feel bad.
2: Don't feel bad. It's
0: fine. Daniela would push through anything. Literally, like, she had head surgery, the like brain surgery, She'll be here the next day. Like, I don't know breath. about that. No, you definitely would. <laughs> I know you. I was like, does she really have brains? No, (laughs) no, 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 no. no. It's like, yeah, she did it. She's out here. You know what I mean? (laughs) But we'll kick it off. I mean, I really do. Danielle,
1: want to break us in?
2: Yes. Let's do it. Um, Jamar, what have you been up to lately?
1: Man, just moving. I've been DJing all over the place, producing a bunch of songs, just kind of just staying in the scene, just like really just focusing on my career, just doing a lot of different things I'm learning a lot at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of, like, learning, he was you You got into producer realm heavy. Yeah, bro. Like, when COVID happened, it's like all the clubs shut down down here. Right. It's just like, mm-hmm. I had all this free time, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I still was DJing. Like, I got booked, like, in Atlanta Atlanta was always open. Mm-hmm. I got booked over in Texas. Phoenix was open. I was doing stuff up there with BMW, but it was just like, I'm not used to just, like, sitting still and just being like, right? okay, now what do I do? So I was like, you know what? I always wanted to put out my own style of music because like, that's like my stamp on the world right there of me having this is my style right here this right. is what the dj jamar sound. so it was just like let's do it so jumped in the studio next thing i know i did my Zona rhythm album it was like really when i did this it was just like a thing at first like i'm gonna put something out there just to say i have something out there let's try it and see how this works right and everybody just started hitting me like with like mad love like when's the next song coming out? When's the next project coming out? It's crazy. And then I was like, all right, you know what? Black Bimba Project. And then I did that right there. That right. went, that's been going crazy. Like, that's been out for like two weeks right now. And the response I'm getting off of that is like, I'm getting like radio stations playing it all over. Hot 97 just picked up one of my records. Wow. Two of the radio stations in Jamaica picked it up. Mad celebrities are doing videos to them. So it's just like, that's it's, crazy. Going, it's going really, really good. That was pr- pretty quick too, as well. I mean, like, it just jumped I mean Bro it, it Literally I locked myself In the studio I hit up like <laughs> Every artist that I knew Like the regular artist That I wanted to work with yeah. and I'm like look Y'all been telling me for years That I should produce Because I was really known For making remixes Okay And a lot of times Like um, shout out to Potex and Zaid. They used to really get down On me about that Talking about like Yo why are you making These remixes They're like you can never sell these remixes right here. Mm-hmm. You can never claim anything on them and stuff like that. Like, make your own music. Right. Because it's not benefiting you. It's, it's only benefiting the artist that's either doing a remix or the person whose original beat it was. Mm-hmm. So I literally just locked into the lab for, like, two months. It was just like... Producer mode, like I was just like on, really like this, like, all right, we're sending back, thank God for the internet, we're sending back. Right. I'm like, no, that don't sound good. Say this right here, and then yeah. I'm like, all right, now I want my engineer, and I'm like, all right, look, we're going, we're going to chop the beat here. We're going to do this, we're going to do that. We're going so you're
0: this. like very hands on on all your projects. I'm, I'm
1: very hands on. I, I'm, I think I'm like annoying hands on. <laughs> like I'm not one of them producers that you can just give anything to. Like yo, right. if it, if it's trash, I'm like, nah, bro, that's not it. That's yeah. not it right there. I'm like, no, I'm not putting it out. Like I'm putting out stuff that. I always say, like, I do dance hall music.
0: Okay. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I
1: do Jamaican dance hall music, and I feel like Jamaican dance hall music has really got away from the dancing part. Mm. So I'm bringing dance back into dance hall that people right. like... I want that when somebody goes to the club and they hear one of my records, you can dance with your girl, you can be vibing, you can be dutty whining, you know what I'm saying? Okay. She's feeling herself. Right. So that's definitely what it is right there. We're bringing the energy back into dance hall music, you know? Definitely. I'm really, where reggae is at right now, it's kind of gone more into, like, trap dance hall. Yeah. Yeah. Where I don't want to do trap dance hall. I want... Dancehall, dancehall, definitely. So, what
0: what got you into reggae music? I mean, obviously you you're from Jamaica, right? Yeah, that's the obvious, yeah, obvious, <laughs> obviously. But was I mean, why did you pick up uh, reggae music instead of hip hop? I mean, you're also a hip hop in the so, hip hop scene as well. I'm
1: not. Against, I, I've actually produced like some hip hop records that I haven't released yet. I'm not against doing hip hop. Oh, okay, you know okay. I'm okay. But strictly. it was just like at the time when um. When I when I, when I when I had my first project come out, I'm like, this is going to be my first independent project. Cause I produced stuff together with other team people before, but I never really did it by myself. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I really want to pay homage to my Jamaican culture, my Jamaican mm-hmm. roots. I wanted to pay homage to dance hall music. Right. And that's what the thing is that everything that I do, like all of my projects, like behind the name, there's mm-hmm. like, there's meanings behind the name, like. When I did the Zona rhythm, that was my first um that was like, yeah. that's paying tribute to Arizona because Jamaicans call, we don't say Arizona, we say Zona. yo, Magana Zona. <laughs> Z O N A. So Zona right. rhythm. My second project was the Black Bima rhythm. We call Bima in Jamaica it is, is is our is our slang for BMW. Really? When I was in high school, that was my goal. I <laughs> wanted a black BMW, right. a black 325 year when I finally got it. <laughs> so everything in these names right here, they all have something to do like with me like yeah. it's all connecting together for a bigger project that I'm doing that is going to really be like, you'll, you'll see how everything ties together. It kind of has like a little Kanye-esque to it. That you're like, okay. oh, that makes sense. You know, <laughs> definitely.
0: You have some Easter eggs in there for us yeah. to, to think about. That's awesome, man. Uh,
2: so how long did it take for you to, for this project?
1: Uh, the first project took me, I started that one in November. Oh, wow. And okay, then we, And then we dropped it in January. Dang, so some some months in there, yeah. some blood. Sweats, and then and tears. afterwards, the second project didn't take as long because it was already like I knew what I was doing. Like the first project, like when you're doing stuff on your own compared to it as a team, mm-hmm. you really start appreciating what other people start doing. You're like, right. Oh <laughs> okay, you know, like when it came, especially when it came to register these songs. It takes a long time to register these yeah, songs. You definitely, know what I'm so, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of stuff that um I was learning along the way, mm-hmm. whereas I was more. I think my first project. I really wanted radio to pick it up. I really was like, radio, 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 and then I came to like a whole like conclusion of learning things is that radio ain't busting records no more. Yeah, not. If at you all. can't name one artist that radio really has has busted. Yeah, the game is changed. It's these social media influencers. Yep, mm-hmm. Very it, true. it just takes one of them to pick up your song and do a video to your song, and next thing you know, you are at a million views already. Yep. And, and, and to me, I think what um what really messed me up the first time around is that I was really focusing on. I want a radio station in Arizona playing one of my records, mm. and it really got to me. Like it, it was really like hurtful. Like I haven't gotten no support from no radio down here. It's very few DJs that support me on it. I, it's very few artists down here that have supported me on on my projects. Like I yeah. can count on on what on three fingers. You know, shout out to Motor City King. Shout out to Richard Lee. Yo, shout out to Breadman P. Those mm-hmm. shout out to Big Sis. Those are the only artists down here that have actually said, you know what? Let me share Jamar's project. That right. they showed me, like, yo, they're actually streaming my product. They're like, look, I'm streaming your album right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just that um, it bothered me for the longest time. Like, with 98.3, 93.7, I sent all of them press releases. I sent on the records. Mm-hmm. I was like, just give me a chance to listen to it. Just just give me a chance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing what I like about the internet, again, is that the internet shows all faults. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. God bless we transfer Because when you send somebody a we transfer file, yeah. it'll let you know if they even opened it right there. <laughs> so when I got radio people telling me, Uh-oh. oh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I heard it. Yes, it's a good song. You didn't even open the song. Dang. Got you. Know you. Know saying? But, got you red-handed. But, <laughs> no, you but I just let it go because it's just like, I don't think a king is going to be crowned. They always say a king is not going to be crowned king in their city. Mm. And to me, it's like, I can either stay mad at the fact that 98.3 is not playing my records, or I could look at a bigger picture that Hot 97 is a bigger radio station. Hot 97 plays my records. Right. Exactly. So it's just that you just got to look at like where your support's at Definitely. and just go towards where your support is at. Like I get a lot of support from females down here. Yeah, I've never really had a lot of guys ever come to me and be like, yo, look, I'm bumping Jamar's records. Mm. It's the females that, that are hitting me up. They're like, yo, look, you know what I'm saying? They're doing right. dances to it. They're doing that. So I kind of tend in sense to make more records that mm-hmm. are more gained towards the females where okay. the females are like, yo. Like I got a couple homegirls Like when I make a record (laughs) It'd be like Three in the morning And I'm hitting them up I'm like yo Get up Get up I'm like wake up And they're like Jamar what the hell do you want I'm like yo Listen to this song right now Tell me what you think And they'll like, yo, you serious right now? I'm like, wake up! <laughs> you know, I feel, I feel bad for, for
0: the female uh, Jamar friends,
1: shout man. To like, Ashley, <laughs> shout to Ashley, shout to Miss E, you know what I'm saying? They like, my, my back to this. He's on the phone! Oh, <laughs> man. You
0: know, like, they look like, do I really want to answer I, this right now? <laughs>
1: I, know, I know their boyfriends probably be looking like, yo, what the hell, Jamar calling you at 3-door? They're like, yo, baby, it's just music.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> getting them in trouble, man. Yes, <laughs> That's what's up, though. I'm, you know, you bring up some good points as well Just um, as far as local artists are concerned um, Really paying attention to your demographic And to where people are listening to you from And not mm-hmm. getting hung up on trying to make People in your city Fuck with you You
1: know what I mean? No, wait, 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 wait Did I interpret I'm that wrong? Not go- I'm not going to say that people in my city don't fuck with me No, no, no Because right, there's right. a lot of people down here still That they fuck with me hard on it But right. I'm talking about On the mainstream stay of it right there I tell people this all the time. People ask me all the time. They're like, when you look at the Tucson rap scene, the Phoenix rap scene, I tell them I respect the Phoenix rap scene more than the Tucson rap scene. Definitely. Because in Phoenix, they fight for what they want. Shout okay. out to RTU. I'll tell you one thing that I saw them do that I have to look up to this right here. When when Power up there, when Power 98 wasn't uh-huh. playing local artists, they put their money in. They took out a billboard that said, fuck Power 98. They don't support Arizona artists. So right. don't say you're a local radio station when you don't play local music. Definitely. And, and, and guess what? It, it it went on for a year. That it was going back and forth to them. And guess what? Now they brought Beat Locker over to Power Nine. Yeah, and now they got a now they got a local show a local show that plays local artists on a mainstream radio station. Right. Tucson artists will never do that though, because at the end of the day, it's just like this person is friends with this person right here. This person is friends with that person right there. Mm. Oh, I'm not gonna say nothing to the radio station because I don't want them to be like they're not gonna play my records. Mm. Whereas the bigger picture should be that if all of us came together and stuff like that ninety three point seven would have to play local Arizona artists, okay, and not on some time slot where nobody listens to. It would right. be a mainstream thing, definitely. but we're not fighting for we're not fighting for our hip hop scene down here mm-hmm. there it, There's not really no unity in the in the Tucson hip hop scene, right. Everybody has like these little clicks like you got like this record label over there, they only fuck with these artists right here these djs only fuck with these artists right here. This person only fucks with this person right there, but there is like no main unity you know what yeah there, definitely. there's really not yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Pike. You know I know Pike tried with Tucson Hip Hop Fest, right. but it's just like it's hard when you when you look at a scene that on any given show, like I can't think of a local show down here. I can say that yo pulled 300 people. Okay, could, t- can you really think of a local show that in Tucson with just local artists? No, no main headliner, just local artists right. that pulled 300 people. I mean, I,
0: I guess we can li- like have a lineup. I mean, Tommy Will, Asky, Marley B. Those those three, I mean, I feel like they can pull three hundred. No,
1: I'm saying to get no them oh, together. But okay. I'm talking about like oh, a, show, a... a show that's already happened. Oh, okay, no, 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 no. Yeah, and I'm nothing. not taking away from nobody. Right, but when, but when I look at like say Glendale, and you have De La Prime Glendale, right? Yeah, and that dude is pulling three hundred people on his own up there, and it's like, right. and those are all Glendale people supporting their artists. Definitely, Tucson. Like, I love this city. I love Tucson with a passion and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But some of the reasons that I hear from people and stuff like that, why they don't support local artists. Tucson's a groupy city. Yeah. They'll sit I can there. See that. They'll sit there. We could have somebody here that is as good as Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. That has the same caliber. But you know what they're going to say? Oh, he's not on TV like Bad Bunny, so I'm not, I'm not going to support it. I'm not, I'm not supporting it. Mm. I'm not, I'm not going to support it. But then they're running down people that they can't even get an autograph from. Right. And I'm like, why can't we build up our own culture here? Mm-hmm. The reason why Kendrick Lamar was popping in California, because guess what? Before anybody supported him, California people supported him. Mm-hmm. The reason why when you, look at, when you look at Pop Smoke and stuff like that, that's a great example right there. Before mm-hmm. the world even knew who Pop Smoke is, Brooklyn was supporting Pop Smoke. Right. Brooklyn was out there doing dances. They were doing it. But we don't do that down here because it's just like, oh, well, we don't really care. Right. And it's sad because Tucson has a lot of talented people. Tucson Definitely. has talent. But when they talk about Arizona hip hop, Tucson is not included in that conversation. Right. Arizona hip hop when they talk about it's Phoenix. Mhm. Tucson is not included in that conversation. And I'm not trying to down Tucson artists. I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings. But Right. No. They no. don't go as hard as Phoenix artists do. They don't. Right.
0: I mean, yeah, exactly. I I feel like the culture's changing though as we mm-hmm. as we're developing. I I'm seeing a lot more
1: support coming out, but I mean, it's still I, not going to be I think what the problem is down here is that it's more of a showing off thing. Mhm people are doing things to prove a point to people if they're not really doing it for the love of music okay like when when you look at everything is this right here i know artists right now that they probably have maybe a hundred videos in a the vault they shoot a video every month mm-hmm. whereas when they when they be telling i'm like i'm against doing that i'm like why shoot a hundred videos that maybe you're gonna get 500 views on youtube why not just pick one good single and put your money behind that Right. Tucson artists do not want to put money behind music. Mm-hmm. They live in a fantasy. And I and I and I know I've done my locals only show. They really feel that a record company is gonna come down here, is gonna sign them and give them a million dollars. They mm-hmm. believe that. And I'm like, where does that happen? I'm right. like, I traveled the whole world, I'm in Atlanta, I'm in all these places right here. They don't even do that there anymore. Record mm-hmm. companies are not doing that anymore. They'll give you a distribution deal. Right. They'll say, Yo, here I'll help you distribute something, mm-hmm. but for them to put a million dollars into you and, and be realistic now. Average Tucson rapper, okay, five thousand fans on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. What worth do you really have? You're gonna tell me, oh, my homeboys in the hood say I'm good, mm-hmm. but 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 as a record label, and I'm looking at you now. If I give you a million dollars, that million has to make me three million. How can I make three million dollars out of you when you're not even buzzing in your city? Mm-hmm. And and that's the hard part. That when I try to talk to artists, not just as on the producer side of it, is it's like, look, what you're doing is not working. Mm. The industry is set up like this now. Right. This is what the industry wants to hear. And a lot of artists, they don't want to really bend because they want to say, it's infringing on my artistic my artistic creatism. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And I'm just like, well, you know what? Don't look for Cardi B's label to sign you when Cardi B is singing songs about get sucking dick and all that stuff. But you're like, I'm against that. <laughs> I, 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 but, but I still want Cardi B's label to sign me. Like, why would they sign you don't fit that mold? Right, exactly. Like, when you think about it, like, Good example TDE Great example right there Mm -hmm. When you look at Schoolboy Q You look at J-Rock You look at Kendrick They pretty much Sound the same They rap about the same They got the same style Yeah definitely Somebody like Young Thug Even though Young Thug Can rap And I'm not knocking Young Thug Would not do good on TDE No He wouldn't And that's where people Need to find their lanes And they need to realize Is that If you're going for something You need to know What you're going for Because sometimes People are setting up These unrealistic goals Of like I'm gonna go sign A Young Money Mm-hmm. But you're a common style rapper, who right. sounds like that on Young Money, right? Exactly. They don't. They don't want it. So you need to know what you're going for, and it's also building a fan base. Yeah, definitely. I've had artists tell tell me before that they're on a show and they're not sharing no flyer because it's not their job to share a flyer. It's mm-hmm. just their job to rap. Mm-hmm. So me knowing that now, why would I put you on my show?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You
1: don't want to help me build up something that I'm promoting you on. Definitely. Because the elephant in the room is this right here. I could play at Mr. Heads any night by myself and pull 300 people down there by myself. Yeah. So if I'm bringing you on to, say, my show and stuff like that, I'm giving you the exposure. I'm helping. I'm not charging you to get on the show. Right. And the only thing I'm asking you to do is to share a flyer, and you're telling me you won't do that, what do I really need you for then? Mm, mm-hmm. Like, and that's, the, I think that Tucson rappers need to understand that it's more than rapping. Yeah. Hip-hop is a business. And if you don't understand the business side of it, like, I've hit up artists before And I'm like Yo um, do you have Artist Spotify app Like what are your Streams looking like And they're like No I don't have that They're like Does it cost money for that I'm like No I'm like Who are you with CD Baby They're like Oh I distribute Through CD Baby I'm like Then they have access To all those things Right there right. And I've literally Had to show artists Like this is how You claim your Spotify channel
0: mm. I'm
1: like Do you I'm like Do you want Your music played I'm like How is your music Registered I'm like No radio station Is going to play An unregistered song Right Even exactly. with Billboard I learned something new today to even get on billboard it's a whole nother registration you have to do to really? even consider your song wow I didn't know that that has to be submitted and that, and that's why it, it's crazy to me like I thought because coming into this and, stuff, and like I said I'm not going to act like I know everything about producing and stuff like that I thought that once you put a song out there and it was registered with BMI and it's yeah. on Spotify I thought that you had an opportunity for your song to chart on, on billboard no it's not like that it's a whole nother registration oh, that damn. it has to be registered through that before you can even be considered to even have your, your thing even placed on there Wow. And it's a lot of little things that I don't feel that there's really anybody in Tucson mm-hmm. that teaches the artists these things. Exactly. Right there. Mm-hmm. I was about to say. I feel like a lot of us we want to rap cause we have the love of hip hop, we have the love of reggae, but we're kinda of left out in the sea like without a life preserver. Like we're like, all right, find your way. Right. And that and that and that's the hard thing right there is that I'm blessed in the sense that Safari is my stepbrother that when I wanna know something I can call him and be like yo, so all this work right here or like mm. that, and he'll be like yo, it's like this, it's like that because he was in the industry. He is, he understands what it is. I know other artists that they're like, well, nah, Jamar, it's 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 done like this, like so. Like I have like that big brother to Definitely. like look out for me, but yeah. a lot of people don't have that right there. So that's why like when artists hit me up sometimes about things, I, I have no problem sharing the knowledge with them. But when you try to explain it to them, they're like, why is it so hard? And I'm like, this game is not meant to be easy. Right? Exactly. I mean, if it was easy, everybody would be doing everybody, it. Right? Everybody would be doing it. So, and it's just. It, it's rough bro because I don't really feel that on the mainstream level I don't feel that mainstream supports local mm. I really don't feel mainstream radio down here and I remember back in the day Hot ninety eight three used to have that Hot or Not thing and stuff like that yeah yeah I remember that <laughs> but <laughs> it's like it's not, why, not enough it's like why does the radio station not put on local concerts yeah they can't say they don't have the money for it
2: mm-hmm. they
1: can't say that there's not a, a need for it right I've I've seen trauma. I've seen um what's the girl that sings with trauma? Uh Beasy. Beezy. I've seen them numerous times and and they can really rap. I've seen them at put on shows at Thunder Canyon Brewery. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why is the radio station not taking interest in these shows and saying, you know what? Exactly. Let's get back to our community and we'll mm-hmm. say, yo, you guys still keep your money and stuff like that, but what we'll do in turn for you, what we'll, we're not even saying that we give you free advertising, but we can have the DJ say we're gonna give you a couple liners like, hey, tonight, come on out, Thunder Canyon Brewery, you know, right, da right. and, and, and just to slap their logo on it. People would more support it because they would say, yo, you know what, it's it's out there. They would be like, oh, the radio station's promoting it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we don't have that type of support down here.
0: Right. It's,
1: cause I'm trying to think. I mean, I
0: don't really listen to the radio. But, I mean, are there still people that listen to the radio, you think? Like, there, There's a lot of people that still listen to the radio. Okay. 'Cause I'm am seeing a lot of radio shows or iHeartMedia really just when you but when you think about it every
1: car every car is a potential to listener to real cause every car has a radio Yeah right. exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> but I don't even turn it I mean as soon as I plug it in my Bluetooth is on, so I don't know. So I'm just
1: relax. Hey,
0: hey, hey, I'm just I'm trying to think like relax. everybody is like me, you know what I mean? So I get what you're saying though. Like, I there's feel a like,
1: lot of artists down here that deserve a chance. Yeah. Mm. No, I agree. So
0: you know what? Let's let's put this out there. Hot 98.3, point three, if you need somebody or a team and you want to co sign to go out and do these uh, local shows. Takeover Lounge and Takeover Media would be more than happy to do this. I mean, we're we're literally at Thunder Canyon every Friday when there's a local show going on, and it's like... And it's We're there all the time. That's our second home. Shout out uh, Runt, a.k.a. Jim, for holding it down all the time, man. But,
1: yeah. yeah shout out Thunder Canyon, because they be definitely putting on for local artists. For sure, you know? for sure. And, mm-hmm. and, like, my thing is this right here. Like, I understand the whole radio politics, and they're going to say this and that, but you know what? It comes down to this right here. People do what they want to do. Yeah. People do exactly what they want. to They they've been giving us that excuse for years that, well, you know, radio doesn't really work like that. And we can't. Y'all yeah. do what you want to do. Because I seen at one time they were taking a bus to Rocky Point with people in it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> right. they they they're bus to Rocky Point. You know what I'm saying? So people do what people do what the hell they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. And, and it's just they don't really see the need for it because I don't feel that we really stand up in Tucson for our local artists. Mm. Yeah, and I that's feel that. what they
0: know this too, so they're like.
1: Yeah, so you you really can't blame them. Yeah, it's like when you have the local artists, and it's like I know artists that that they're really passionate about this. They really like that, this is their whole life. Mm-hmm. They get up in the morning before they brush their teeth, they're record two songs already, mm-hmm. and they and they deserve that chance. They deserve at least musty ass Mike. Go brush <laughs> your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you think about this, when the radio station does shows, right? Yeah. How many of them are really putting local artists on the shows? None They're not, you know what I'm saying? No And I know this is probably going to blackball me And they're going to probably be like Oh, Jamar talking shit on radio Like I said, I really don't care if Tucson Radio plays my songs <laughs> I really don't give a fuck if y'all play my songs Because right. at the end of the day At the end of the day, Tucson Radio has never really supported me Has
0: radio put on a show in a while? They haven't put on a show in a
1: minute You know what I'm saying? So it's so, like, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, like I've am like, i lived all over the place And this is what this is what's always cracked me up right here I'm used to that when you're in New York, you're in L.A., you're, you're, gonna you're, get. you're in Atlanta, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The hottest club DJs, right, yep. are the ones that you see on the radio. Yep. And they are out there like that. Yep. They, they are like DJ Self. Like DJ Self. Shout out to my boy DJ Self. He's on Power. Power 98 in New York. Right. Okay. And DJ Self is one of the hottest club DJs in New York. And before he was on radio, he was in the clubs. Right down here, they don't do that. I don't know some of these. I don't know who some of these DJs are. Yeah, me neither. And I'm like, I'm like, what club do you play at? I don't see. I'm like, I'm (laughs) like, what what is your following like? Nobody. (laughs) And and they don't. But but you see, also, DJs on the radio down here don't DJ on the radio. They sit there Mm. and they say, okay, this is what the boss says. This is what the playlist market director says. This right there. Me personally. I have nothing against radio, but I'm not going on no radio if I can't DJ. I yeah. want to actually DJ. Definitely. It's DJ in front of my name, DJ Jamar. It's right. not push button Jamar. It's DJ Jamar. You know what I'm saying? If you want me to bring my turntables, I can jump on my turntables too. You want me to bring my, my controller, I can do that too. Right. So it's just that I don't understand the whole the whole process of it. Like I And I mm-hmm. hear every one of these radio stations out here say that we're local, local. And, and they try to spin this whole local thing. But their actions so different. You're not really local. You just want local people to support you because it's down here. But you don't support back. I I guess the only thing local about them is their
0: advertisements. I mean, all the time it's local businesses. But I mean, even in that sense, I mean, it's not enough. I
1: mean, it's, it's just another. It's not. It, it's not. It's not enough. But yeah, like when you like be realistic though. You know, my you know a lot of rappers, right? Yeah. No, How many rappers do you know that yo that, that you've heard some of you're like. And it's clean. You're like, this is a radio song. but radio will never play this slot right here. Right. Like, why is right. radio not giving it the person a yeah, chance? Exactly. Exactly. It's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, it's it's, it's like, ah. That's just, ah, uh, that's just, that's just Mike Ortiz. That's not Drake. <laughs> and Mike is my boy. You know what I'm saying? And right. I'm just like, I'm like, but you'll do everything for Drake, but you can't even get Drake to come to the studio and do an interview for y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, he ain't yeah. taking no time out of you, but instead of trying to build up from our local thing, and I'm... And I know a lot of people are probably saying that, yo, Jamar is down on the radio, but I'm very passionate about supporting local. I'm very passionate about supporting supporting Tucson because I feel that we do have a voice down here. Definitely. I see that there's a difference between Phoenix Hip Hop and Tucson Hip Hop. I agree. It mm-hmm. sounds different. But very. I feel a lot of time we're overshadowed because the people that could help down here, and I guess you could say the so-called gatekeepers, mm. they're not opening that gate. Right. They're keeping it close. They're like, nope, 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 not him. Nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. And it's like, it's like, so if it's not that one, then who is it? Mm -hmm. Who is the one that y'all are going to push through there? Right. Like, we don't have any real good representation down here. Like, when you look at it, like, there has to be one artist. And I tell every artist this right here. There has to be one person that we're all going to get behind. And we're going to push that person through the gate. Yeah. When I learned, when I really learned about, and when I say the whole groupie mentality in Tucson, I can give a great example of that right there.
0: Mm.
1: Calvin Jarvis, perfect mm. example, and that is my bona fide friend right there. That is my boy. Before Calvin did the voice and stuff like that, I did a mixtape with Calvin on it. Mm-hmm. I put the mixtape on that Piff. I put it all over there. Yo, there. Were, I, I was sharing it out there, and everybody was like, "Oh, yeah." I guess Calvin can can sing. I was like, nah, man. I was like, yo. I was like, yo, bro, is a hell of an artist. I was like, yo, you hear his voice? Yeah. I'm like, yo, bro, is a hell of an artist. I'm like, yo, he's he's gonna make it. I'm like, he's that dude. Yeah. Calvin does the voice, right? All of a sudden, yo, we're so proud. Yo, Calvin's <laughs> from Tucson. Calvin's from Tucson. But I'm like, when I when Calvin was from Tucson four years ago, and I'm telling y'all, yo, stream this man's songs. Y'all looking at me like, oh, he's just a local artist. Right right we need to get off of that mentality that we wait until people make it to try to get behind them and be mm-hmm. like yo oh yeah that they we're proud of that person Definitely. be proud of the person when the person's out there rapping at mr heads be proud of them when they're rapping at thunder canyon brewery why you gotta wait till when they're on tv to be proud of them yeah mm-hmm. literally and again th- calvin is my boy you know what i'm saying i'm proud of all the accomplishments that he did and stuff like that but it's just like that's a that's a prime example right there is that people wait until when somebody gets on mm-hmm. and then they try to dig up these old pictures to be like Oh yeah, I went to school with him in third grade. Yeah, that's my boy. See, We went to school together in third grade. Yo, I hate that shit right there. Yeah, if you're gonna support somebody, support somebody when they at the bottom grind. Don't wait until they get to the top because your support is not genuine.
0: Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And you can see through it too. I mean, so you bring up, those are a lot of good points. This is like definitely full of gems. Right. I mean, if an artist is listening to this, like Jesus, no, <laughs> no bat, no pad and, and pencil. You know what I'm saying? Like, head
1: bro. Like, you know, it's, like, it's a real, it's a real, it's a. It's a real crazy world In this hip hop world out Oh yeah here, Out here in in, in Tucson You Definitely. know what I'm saying like, mm-hmm. It's really It's different And I think a lot of times It's fear Why we don't really have more unity mm. That somebody feels like Well If I get behind Calvin and I, And I publicly endorse him And say he's the one I'm gonna get left behind mm. And I'm like No you can't think like that I'm like if Calvin gets through that door and stuff like that, the door is open. That leaves the door open for me to run through the door, for you to run through the door. And right. now it's harder for them to close the door back on. Because guess what? We got the door open like this with our foot holding the door open. saying, yo, come on, y'all. Come on, right. come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's just like we have to get behind somebody. Mm-hmm. There has to be somebody that the city, that the whole city gets behind and says, yo, that's the one right there. Right. That 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 is Tucson right there. That's Tucson sound right there. Mm-hmm. For sure. Definitely.
0: with a thought or what yeah
2: yeah (laughs) definitely um what do you prefer do you prefer your turntables or do you prefer the controllers
1: i'm gonna be honest with you i like my turntables when i'm at home Mm okay but we i play so much literally and stuff like i dj like almost like five times a week it's more convenient with a controller (laughs) turntable you gotta be carrying two cases and a mixer and, and 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 then and then and your Serato records and all that and stuff like that. It's easy just to carry my controller or one thing on my laptop it's right. just like, yo, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So and also another thing too is when you're traveling too. That's another thing. I I, I DJ and I travel when I, I DJ. Mm-hmm. So it's harder to get on an airplane carrying all this shit. You know what right. I'm saying? At least if I control I just run that through the day on bottom to say, yo, alright cool, exactly. and get there, get there. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> So controller
0: for convenience, turntables for for uh, for the love of for it. For the love you know what of I'm it, saying? definitely. When did when did you pick up DJing? How old were you? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. So high school. So were you were DJing in high school parties or no? Nah, man, that? I
1: never wanted to be a DJ. Oh, Okay. I hate this DJ shit. <laughs> I'm be honest with you, like I didn't want to be a DJ. I wanted to be an artist. Oh. Okay. I was on some reggae artist thing. I wanted to rap. I wasn't <laughs> not no DJ. I wasn't nothing. Not no damn DJ. I wanted to be no DJ. I, my dad is a DJ. I was like. I was like, man, fuck that DJ shit. I'm a rap. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know, life happens. mm -hmm. What changed your mind? My dad got cancer. Oh. And that's how my dad paid his bills right there. So at the time, like, I'm about to tell something that nobody knew and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when my dad had to pay his bills and stuff like that, my dad was DJing for Chicago Bar. Okay. And I was young. My dad got cancer and couldn't do it no more. So then... They were letting me in Chicago Bar with a fake ID with the understanding that I don't drink. I don't I do not do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. no drinking. Like, yo, you're DJing and then your ass is out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they were still paying me for my dad's things. And then awesome. I started getting a fan base off of DJing, like, where people are like, yo, they're like, yo, this kid knows music. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like older music and stuff like that. So it's not, I'm not just, like, one of them dudes. That, it's just the new stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. I like... I like all kind of music. Like, I like Marvin Gaye. I like The Temptations. I like Sam Cooke. You know what I'm saying? I like country music, yo. I like Nirvana. I like Smashing Pumpkins. I like everything. You feel me? So, it's just like, I started getting a fan base. And, you know, you start, you young, you start making money, you start getting popular. And I'm like, definitely. I'm like, well, ain't shit happening with this rap shit right now. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. This shit ain't working for me. You know what I'm saying? I was like fuck this i'm going to go. Down. i'm going to do this dj Definitely. thing cuz i could i could rap during my sets i could mm-hmm. i could be my own prom- pretty much right. i'm my own promoter you know what i'm saying like exactly and it worked it worked out really good that i ended up going from chicago bar to the hideout on the east side over by skate country Damn. and i had a monday night over there that was jumping like a motherfucker you know what i'm saying right. like the whole hood was coming out yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole hood was coming out and stuff like that and then i did the first big show i did i did it with um with Black Diamond shout out to my boy Rodney and shout out to my boy Phil and my boy Delhi rest in peace to Delhi they did a thing called Swag Fest okay. at Main Street Pool Hall and they brought out Pastor Troy and I DJ for Pastor Troy dang and after that they were like yo this dude right here like they, they <laughs> were the love my hood side they like yo the he didn't do <laughs> he like yo he that nigga you know what i'm saying so and it just it just went from that to that to bigger to bigger to bigger just kept and, living then, up. and then boom next thing you know Safari and loving hip hop happens and then everything just like fell the place almost. It just, it's like God just like pushed me in this direction. It's like, Definitely. sometimes you don't want to, you don't want something to do with something mm-hmm. and it's like, God is like, nope, the your over there. That's where you belong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then, you know, DJ has been the greatest thing to me in like the whole world. Like I've traveled the whole entire world That's so off awesome. of DJing. Like I've gone places where I, I wouldn't have got to go if I didn't get to DJ there mm-hmm. because there was no reason for me to go there and I'm a person that like, if there's no reason for me to go to a place, I'm not going. Like people be like. You're not going to the hookah lounge after the club? No. Why? I'm going home. They're like, oh, you're not going to go here. Everybody's going to Rocky Point. You're not going? Nope. Yeah. Why? Because I'm going home. <laughs> so I, I really <laughs> have like, my schedule of, like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I came out yep. of the house for. Boom, I'm going back. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's like DJing really took me across the world, and it really opened up my eyes to a bigger culture. mm I really wish, like, if I wish I could take every Tucson rapper out of Tucson. mm just one time just take them to New York and let them see how things are and see how, see the the unity and different things like that. And their eyes would open up and they'd be like, damn. Like. Right. And I think that's why I think different in a lot of people because there's a lot of people here that they've never left Tucson. hmm
2: mm-hmm.
1: You know, and, that, and that's the thing that they got to really realize is that it really comes down to support. Definitely. One thing like you'll notice about me is that no matter how tired I am, every night after I DJ, I'll always do a video and thank my supporters for coming out. Mm-hmm. Because I'm realistic. I know without them, I'm not shit. Mm. As a DJ and stuff like that, if people ain't out there to watch you DJ and stuff like that, like, realistically, like, the club ain't gonna have you there. Right. Because the club is not your friend. They there to make money. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm appreciative for everybody that's supported me. Even And they ain't even gotta be coming out to the club to see me. It could be something that, yo, you just like my damn post. Yeah. Or maybe you checked out one of my songs. Or maybe you even 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 beyond that. Maybe somebody asks, "Hey, I'm looking for a DJ," and you say, "Hey, my boy Jamar DJs." Mm. Whether they pick me or not, you still brought my name to the conversation, and I appreciate that right there. Definitely. Shout out to
0: it. shout out to everybody that supports uh, the creatives, man. For real, I mean, it goes a long way. Like even Jamar said, the littlest things of a liking yeah, or it sharing, the small things, up, man. Yeah, literally. So appreciate y'all for real. Then that's a good plug for uh, the Patreon. If you want to support <laughs> uh, the Takeover Lounge, man, go ahead to head to our Patreon and uh, check us out. We got some cool behind the scenes stuff. We got a uh, down the spiral happening down there What's as well. Patreon, Patreon is uh, a platform where you can post content on there that. Uh, your supporters gotta pay for It's a monthly subscription uh, Depending it's on like the OnlyFans It's like OnlyFans Yeah but uh, Family friendly You know what I mean oh. But But easy <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not, that's, I'm like Is
0: it like OnlyFans Right like, <laughs> Right exactly Exactly right. OnlyFans got that model From Patreon mm-hmm. But uh, yeah So Patreon was around before Yes, yes Definitely oh, okay Very okay, true okay. Very true So yeah so, I learned something new today that's cool. Yeah exactly So check us out man If you're listening to the podcast And by the way If you're listening to the Apple podcast Go ahead and leave us a review <laughs> and uh, And give us some stars on there You know what I'm saying so, um, I'm seeing your shirt, and I always want to ask this question to you. Um, what is the animal on the shirt? It's a wolf. It's a, it's it's a, a wolf. That's why, why I got
1: tattooed on my neck. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And yeah. Did that hurt when you got that? Nah. You're lying. That's what, Bro, honestly, the reason why my whole entire body is covered in tattoos. Yeah. Back and neck, arms, chest, ribs, everything, legs, feet, and Everywhere that people say it hurts mm-hmm. I've gotten a tattoo and stuff like that And it hasn't hurt And everybody's like When are you going to stop getting them? I'm like when I get one that hurts <laughs> um, and, and, and that's the thing Is that like yo Like I don't know what it is about this pain Or something like that But it's like Alright You know like how some Alright we go <laughs> right. I'm nervous to where this is going so, on, Jamar right. I don't know I'm trying to think of how I guess this Alright Some people They love that high from sex Right Okay or they love that high from drugs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that from tattoo From the first time... Cut, you feel the first cut, I'm like... It, it, I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm like some weird freak or something some, like that. Some dopamine
0: gets released you know soon as soon as you... Maybe that's what it is.
1: Well, yo, I love tattoos. And I've loved tattoos since I was young. When was you? I got Fourteen. Yeah, Fourteen. When well, my brother died in Jamaica. Okay. This is my first tattoo right here. This one right here? Yeah. R.I.P. to my brother, Devin. Yeah. Remember how I, I, I conned my mom into getting it? Yeah. Yeah, because in Michigan... You can get a tattoo at 14 with your parents' um, permission. Oh, wow. And my neighbor did tattoos. Okay. And I was like, yo, mom, I'm going like, to have so-and-so tattoo me. And she was like, what? No. You're going to get hepatitis, Jamar. No. I said, look here. Fuck what you talking about. I said, I'm getting a tattoo. She's like, all right, if your mind is set on this right here, if you can convince your father... And my dad at the time lived in Arizona. Okay. And my dad was like, nope, 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 no. So I, I was like, yo, he said it's straight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so my mom took me to the tattoo parlor. That kicked off a big-ass argument with them right there. Oh, man. So my dad is, like, super Rastafarian. If like, anybody right. know my dad, Papa Ranger, they'll be like, nah, his dad different. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm Rastafarian, but you could say, like, I'm, like, a modern-day Rastafarian. <laughs> like, I, my dad is, like, old-school Rastafarian. Like, no tattoos. Like, don't desecrate your body, all that. Mm. Yo, I think my dad just finally got used to me having so many of I them. Mean, he don't say shit now. I it's mean, like, he, oh. he got it, right? I you mean, know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I did my throat, I think he was just like, yo, this boy going to do what he going to do. You know what I'm saying? I noticed you haven't touched the face yet. You want to hear something crazy? Yeah. I've, I've gone to the tattoo part three times to do my face. Did you? And every minute, like, something happens. Okay. Like, some crazy shit be happening and stuff like that. Like, and it's just like... My parents they always be like, "Don't do that! Please don't do that! Please don't do that! Please <laughs> right. don't do that!" One time I was gonna go do the whole Jamaican fact, like going down the side of my face like this, like, "Jeez, yo, bro, I was with gonna it. be a big piece, wow. bro." It was wow. gonna go down like that, like, like, like that, Dang. and I was with it. And it's just like, "Yo, boom!" One of my boys gets killed, <laughs> and we at where I'm like, "Man, fuck!" Yeah. And I had to go. Then the last time I was gonna go and stuff like that, my son's car breaks down. Oh, man. I'm like, ain't this a bitch. You know that must have saying? been recently, right? Yes. Yeah, that was, that was fairly recent because your son just turned about 16, yeah? No, nah, my son is 18. My 18? oldest is 18. Oh, okay. Bro. Dang. I've been doing this kid's thing for a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did that make you, know you feel old just saying that right now?
1: You're like, he's 18. Nah, no, man, I love my kids. I got it six definitely. kids. I love my children, bro. I, I tell people this right here. Is that I could die tomorrow, and guess what? There's still a piece of me here. Mm-hmm. So my legacy still lives on, so... I'd be encouraging people. When i be meeting people and they don't have kids and stuff like that, I'd be like, Zarin, where are your kids at? I'd be looking at you like, yo, like if you're 40 and you don't have no kids, I'd be looking at you like, yo, what's wrong with you? i be like, yo. I'm like, yo, what's really going on? That's that Jamaican you know culture I'm right there, like, for sure. Yeah, like my dad had 18 boys and four girls.
0: Wait, you got 18 siblings?
1: Yeah, 18 brothers and four sisters. And all my dad's baby's mom get along. Ain't that a trip? What? Yeah. You get, oh my goodness yeah, you
0: just said that note like nonchalant. That's like twenty two siblings. you Bro, got. let
1: me tell you this right now. My dad taught me from a very young age. You see, guys that have baby moms mm-hmm. and the and the two baby moms don't get along. Mm-hmm. It's the man's fault because you be encouraging the dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I have two babies, moms, and my and my I can't I don't get along. My first baby mom, well my her and my her and my fiance they get along like a motherfucker. They cool as hell. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's the thing right there is that I make her know, feel comfortable as a woman that she knows, yo, Jamar ain't trying to fuck her. Jamar don't want nothing to really do with her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She ain't trying to fuck me. She don't want nothing to do with me and stuff like that. It's just about our kids. You get what I'm saying? Right. But now, but if you being a guy now you being sneaky about it and you, and you trying to tiptoe over here like this and then you tiptoe into this one right there mm-hmm. and then you wonder why your baby moms are fighting, so you causing them to fight.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I let both of my baby moms know this right here is that, look, I got kids with you and I got kids with you. I don't give a fuck how y'all feel about each other. Right. It's about my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have my two baby moms fighting with each other. Now my kids start hating each other, talking about, oh, well, your mom beat up my mom. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not doing all that shit right there. Before that right there, I'll take you both to court and just take my kids completely from both y'all and tell both y'all to fuck off. Because mm-hmm. nothing comes before my kids. It, 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 it's all about them being happy. Definitely. Like, people ask me all the time. They're like, yo, Jamar, they're like, come on, you don't want to stop working. You don't want to take time off. I'm like, nope. I, I live a certain type of lifestyle my kids and my kids are used to that right there so if I gotta work 24-7 to provide for them what I didn't have growing up that's just what I'm gonna do right exactly I was about to ask you how, how do your kids feel about you being DJ Jamar like did they brag <laughs> about that Did they be like that's dad right my, there that's my younger kids like it my oldest son hates that shit really <laughs> he hates it because um I think sometimes like when when we're doing stuff together like not DJ Jamar stuff but father and yeah. son stuff you get right. what I'm saying mm. And we be in Walmart Oh DJ Jamar Yo what up Yo can I get a picture I'm like yo what up You know what I'm saying And I think it gets Kind of annoying to him That it's like I just want to spend time With my dad Where it's just me and my dad Not DJ Jamar But at the same time though I make him realize Like look You like nice things you want me to buy you Jordans all the damn time? Yeah, you like, expensive. This is, this is what this shit comes down to. It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: you you're got like, Jordans on your feet? You got Jordans on your feet? Paint yeah, the pick.
1: it's me taking them damn pictures of people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so shut up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, <laughs> Shout out to your son, man. Shout out to your kids, man. they they great great kids, man. Great family. What are these people looking
1: at? <laughs> I think they like Oh, the, okay. I, I like, yeah, thought you sunset. We got a beautiful sunset clouds. going on. Okay, I'm not... I just wanna make sure it was like some Independence Day type thing coming right, down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, Wrapping up, wrap like up time, the podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what's up, man.
1: It's nice out here today. It is mm-hmm. nice out here today.
0: So I'm I'm glad we got this one um
1: outside. But do you see like, do you realize like how beautiful this is? Like when you think about it. A year ago we couldn't do this. Right. Because of COVID. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. They, they wouldn't have agreed to this right here about oh yeah, you can have people out here unmasked doing it. Right. Like, hell no, you know what I'm saying? Like So it's nice
0: being back out here Because the first interview we did with you Was virtually Yeah Mm -hmm. And you know Now we're we're in person now We're like It's awesome It's like a year Yeah I, I, I think like
1: Especially with COVID It made me be grateful for little things Definitely Something as simple as Giving somebody a hug When you see them Or shaking somebody's hand Or even just seeing somebody in person Like and that's what I really hope Like coming out of this I know like the Delta variant Is still around And stuff like that Yeah But when things finally do One day get back to complete normal mm-hmm. I hope people remember this, That they look back And they say Yo you know what We really need to be Nicer to each other we Right really need to, We need to like Realize what's really going on And what's important Definitely mm-hmm. So true So true
2: What was the hardest thing For you with COVID? Like going through Not having COVID <laughs> But like Being in the pandemic
1: My kids Mm. missing their friends and stuff like that not being really in school like it wasn't hard for like me teaching them like the in school learning and stuff like that mm-hmm. like I got like a great support system with my mom and my fiance like they really be like all like really like helpful you know what I'm saying like a lot of things that I do I couldn't do if it wasn't for them because they really let me chase my dreams and they really believe in me you know what I'm saying but mm-hmm. I seen like it took a toll on the kids where like oh I want to go to so and so's house for a sleepover no right. we can't go because COVID is out there You know what I'm saying? And my mom is older, and I have to always explain it to my kids, like, I really can't have you go over there because if you bring COVID back, you could kill grandma. You know what
0: I'm saying? Right, yeah.
1: And and, and it's it's rough, you know? Like, but I think that was, like, the hardest thing for me because I'm more of a person I really tend to keep to myself. Mm -hmm. The whole me staying home and stuff like that and just not being around people, like, I was already social distancing before (laughs) COVID. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Right, right. But it was like... It was really just hard, like, I'm, on my kids. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, like, not just my kids, a lot of kids oh, out yeah, there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I, I there were kids out there that were, I, I was reading stories that kids were out there committing suicide. Because yep. they were just mm-hmm. depressed being at home. And it was just like, damn, like. It's like, how do you tell somebody from going to seeing their friends every day in school to, like, now, boom, that. you ain't seen them. Right. Only, only through a screen, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Which is tough. Yeah. But, that, yeah. That's the rough part of it right there. Definitely. And now you're, like, you're going ham. Now, since everything's opening up, I'm seeing you everywhere. It's like, yeah, geez,
1: bro. do you sleep, bro? No, nah, bro. I'm getting back everything that 2020 <laughs> stole from me. Okay. So no <laughs> sleep in 2021 you know, at bro. all. I'm catching up on all my party. <laughs> <laughs> I missed from the last year. You know what I'm saying?
0: Facts. So you got the hideout now. You're doing the hideout and Mr. Heads.
1: Bro, I got the hideout, Mr. Heads. I got Hush Social Club. I'm working on some stuff with 191 Tool now. Okay. We got Tucson Reggae Fest concert series coming. Definitely. September 10th. So that's going to be a, that's something that I always wanted to do. I always wanted to bring a reggae festival back to Tucson after, because after, back in the day they used to have Bob Marley Day here. Really? Yeah. Kendi oh, wow. and Reed Park, my dad and Saron Kyle's used to put that on down here. That's so dope. It, it was definitely, you know, like something that's always been like a personal goal of mine right there. Definitely. Plus I got my charity stuff. With DJs yep. Against Hunger Bro I got so much stuff Going on like I literally gotta write In my notepad On my phone every day Like okay it's Monday You gotta do this That that And the third Cause I would be forgetting shit
0: Yeah so that's how You stay organized You stay, yeah. with, you stay
1: with your notepad Yeah I stay reminders? with my notepad bro Like I literally like Look let me show you something. Like, you ain't think I'm making, you, ain't, you ain't think I'm making A joke right now You be like yo This dude right here On one watch
0: Look That was today's schedule Look
1: promote Tucson Radio put out flyers check my Google knowledge panel and my Wikipedia check on my iHeart account call, call Colt about my quad find a pool for my event fix Devin's car look get headlight for my Dodge Ram post a five flyer call Jeez. Jesse about my charity event Dang. you know what I'm saying like yo those, those are the things I gotta do today <laughs> that's just today that's today so now tonight when I lay down I'll cross those things off and I'll be like okay Tomorrow, okay, we got to do this right here. We got to do that. We got to do this. And it's just like... So we made it on the notepad, y'all. Hey, take over the last minute on the notepad. We did. You know what I'm saying?
0: You know what was cool, Jamar? I think the coolest thing was when you hit us up. Because I felt like you would have forgot about about us. Because
1: Jamar, you big time, man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Bro, one thing about me is that people that looked out for me, it could have been 20 years. I always remember that right there. That's fine. And I was just like, yo, we did the the interview Mm -hmm. virtually. And I'm like, I want to do... A real interview with y'all where we together, you know what I'm saying? Right. That you could look me in my face, I could look you in your face, I could look him in his face, but we together because I miss this right here. Like, I right. really, I really like miss being around good people. Definitely. Mm. It's like, ever since I, you always been A1 with me, Zion. Like, no, I yo, yo, not even God could come down here and tell me nothing bad about you. I'd be like, you be lying. I appreciate it. Like, real it. Oh, talk. Like, That's real love, man. Like, bro, like, from when we did the thing with the George Floyd vigil and stuff like that, bro, like, you always were like, a1 with me You never You never tried to like Shit on me and stuff like, that. like I never heard Anybody saying like Yo you know Zion Was talking shit about you Like no I'm like yo That's my guy right there Like that's my brother Right there Yo I appreciate that man That's a, that's a huge compliment Oh my gosh man I'm, I'm flattered man That's, that's real I like, appreciate you Bro I'm honored to meet you As a friend To say like yo For me to be like Yo that's my friend right there like, I be seeing a lot of stuff that y'all be doing. And I was like, yo, they still got the... And, and the funny thing about when I reached out to you, I was looking. I'm like, yo, let me... I'm like, yo, God, let them please still have this podcast. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I know a lot of shit done closed down during COVID. I know people done said fuck a lot of shit. Like, right. they ain't doing it no more. And I saw, I was like, no, I have to do that. I'm like, my first podcast about my album, I said it has to be with Zion.
0: Oh, that's love, man. That's so much love. So we talked about the album, but is there anything else you want to share
1: about the album? Bro, yeah. Videos? Yeah, I got what, one, two, two music videos out there now. I just okay. shot a video with Wasp in Jamaica, Lose Control video out there on my Vivo. It's nice. out there on, on YouTube, it's doing really good, stuff like that. <laughs> we got Sit On It from the Zona Rhythm, that was the lead single off of that with Potex and stuff like that. That's doing That's doing some crazy numbers right mm-hmm. now, like a... I think last time I checked like on my Zona Rhythm album, I'm already like over like 70,000 streams. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? So Jeez. Congratulations. I'll get that, that 100,000 um, on Spotify stream plaque when I hit 100,000. That's amazing. It's bro, the thing about putting out your own music is like the people that be listening to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it is weird and, and it's like I had somebody approach me the other day in Walmart. And I like on like some real shit like I was going to fight them in Walmart. <laughs> I, because I how the person walked up to me, they're like, "Yo, are you DJ Jamar?" <laughs> I said, "What's cracking?" <laughs> and, and, and I and I and I my son. So I try. I try. I said, and I I I, I, I said, "Yo, what's cracking?" And he's like, "No, no, no, bro." He's like, "Yo, track three that tap out track right there, he's like off your zone rhythm, that's my shit right there. <laughs> Bro, and that, that, that humbled me too. I was like, oh, good looking, homie, good looking, you know what I'm saying? Like, that All shit right, humbled me right, right there. That shit humbled the fuck out of me right there. Yeah, me like, yo. I was like, yo, good looking, you know what I'm that's saying? Right. Like You're like, oh, okay, okay, we uh, good, okay, we good. Okay, we good, yeah, we good. <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? That's what's up. You know, what's crazy is uh, I listened to the album. Uh, both of them, actually. And uh, the second one, is it's the same beat with different artists, correct? Yeah.
1: So in Jamaica, we got a thing called Rhythms. Okay, Rhythms. So pretty much what it is, it, in a sense, it's almost like a contest. It's like, who could do the best song on the same beat? You get oh. what I'm saying? So it's a rhythm and stuff. Like, the rhythm. You done produced music before. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's, it's a rhythm. Okay. That it's the same beat. Mm-hmm. but it's 10 different songs on the beat right there right everybody puts their own style their own spin on it definitely well, how would you feel if that was like a hip hop thing though as well I would love it okay you would I would love it because I'd I, I be a dissecting songs sometimes right Okay, and I'd be like damn like that Dior song right there would have sounded crazy if Kendrick was on it mm. or yo or I'd be like, yo, that Whoopty song would have been crazy if they would have did a West Coast remix to that and they would have put YG on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'd be dissecting songs. like, okay. mm-hmm. And that and remember this, I come from a thing where I used to remix people's songs Definitely. and stuff like that. Right, 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 right. And there were artists that weren't not happy about me remixing their song. They were like, <laughs> yo, who told you to go send a beat to someone? I'm like, yo, that's your problem. Right. I'm <laughs> putting it out. You know what I'm saying? Sue me if you want. You know <laughs> like, so, it, yo, shout out to Dat Piff. Y'all helped me bootleg a lot of people's shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have came on here. It ain't Vlad, bro. Damn, you don't got to put yourself
0: on there. I'm just
1: <laughs> but you know, like I really, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Definitely. I really like it. You know, um, especially being a producer that I really, from November to now, I already have like over 25 songs out, and so, and it's like Damn. all of them are hitting. So I just dropped, I dropped a single with Potex, Ronnie Homer, and um Fido the other day. Oh wow! Called Dash for Money. Okay. Bro, yo, the response I'm getting on that right there, I've seen people send TikTok videos. We're getting ready to shoot a video for that. I got another record, a reggae reggaeton record coming out with Los Roccas. Um, oh, wait a minute. With Rocka Rich. That's getting ready. We're getting ready to drop the video and the song of that right there. Wow. Toyo. So, yo, definitely like I'm not limited to just saying, oh, I just want to do reggae. Right. Or I just want to do hip hop. Right now, real talk, I feel like I would do all a country record. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I feel like there's not not enough urbanized in country. You know what I'm saying? I want a country gangster record. I agree. I'm talking about like riding on my horse, busting a cap, doing a drive by. Like,
0: (laughs) what (laughs) what what is it like to have an international fan base? I mean, that's pretty crazy.
1: You know what? There's been a lot of times that I thought about quitting music. I was really like, yo, fuck this. Really, and it's like when I really got into it like when I really really got into it like when it was really getting to me I'm like yo these Tucson DJs are not playing my records the radio station not playing my motherfucking records mm, right 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 right. but then when I go on my Spotify and I'm looking and I'm like like good example artist Spotify this right here be, this is what be tripping me out right here look at this United States Germany United Kingdom Russia Italy Phoenix look at this right here Phoenix fucking me Phoenix fuck me harder than Tucson does <laughs> Buffalo Germany Chicago Shout out to my Chicago Yo I don't know what it is About Chicago But yo Every person I've ever met People always want to say like, Yo Chicago people are crazy And they mean Every person i met For Chicago Cool Chicago be supporting me Hardcore <laughs> Even when they come to my party They just party different Right Bro they be just party marsh and you know, all the place I'm like yo I fuck Sheesh. with that Right there <laughs> Dallas like When you start seeing All these places And it's not your city And they support you mm-hmm. It's like well damn Somebody listening to the kid You know what I'm saying Like Right mm-hmm
0: that's awesome
1: you know when you get people that they be telling you like how yo I listen to your song every morning and stuff like that like Mm. it it makes me feel like I'm having a good day it's like that that shit feel good inside like it just feel good like you contributed something positive to the world right that's dope
2: what's one place that you want to go with your music to travel to
1: I'm gonna be honest with you they got this place called Ratatam and they do a reggae festival over there called Ratatam Fest that's like a two week festival Damn. That is my that is my goal right there. Like that has always been my dream that I want to go on Rust Town Fest and DJ Rust Town for two weeks, bro. No, well, it, it, I I wouldn't DJ for oh, two okay, weeks. Okay, all right, I, I, all right. They have things that are over the two week period. Okay, 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 bro. They be getting like forty thousand people out there. Jeez. It's like Woodstock times a hundred. Damn, like a lot of things that like I've wanted to do. Like I got to like accomplish like it's weird and it's like how you bring up the DJ thing. DJing took me there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, shout out to my boy R Dub from Soul Jams. That's a cool radio dude right there. He <laughs> he supported me. I remember I had a goal that, you know, as a kid, like in any Tucsonan that's a real Tucsonan, they'll remember this. They used to do Soul Jams at the TCC. I remember one year they brought Ja Rule out there. They're bringing all right, kinds of right, people right, out there. Right. And I was always like, Yo, I'm gonna be on that stage one day. And then I put out every year, like for New Year's Eve, instead of like, you know, like how everybody wants to say New Year, new me, that bullshit right there. <laughs> I always put out what I want to accomplish. I put out my bucket list. Mm-hmm. And one of my bucket list things for 2018 was I want to DJ slow jams. I want to be the DJ for slow jams when they do the concert. So shout out to Kate Green from BMW. She was like, I know the dude that puts it on said who <laughs> r up. you know what I'm saying and right. she's, like, she's like yeah that's my friend me and Randy go way way back I was like bet she's, so she made a link and she's like yo my boy Jamar is one of the top DJs in the city sent him some of my videos check out his Instagram and she's like yo and he was like you know what I do need a DJ for slow jams that's fire
0: that's so dope so then
1: it was this wow. it was um. I ended up doing What was it? 2000 and when did COVID happen so March of 2020 right 2019 mm-hmm. 2019. March, 2019. February. It was February, 2019. They brought Soul back to the TCC right before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Like, just like when they we're never hearing rumors of it, but it wasn't really confirmed in the U.S. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was me, John B., Frankie J., um, Jay hey. Holiday, Amanda Perez, Atlantic Star, and, bro... I'm in Soul Jams and when I'm there and you hear the crowd, when I'm walking out and you hear the crowd shouting, Jamar, 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 Jamar. That's crazy. It was just like, it was a vibe, bro. It was just like, yo. Right. I did it. Like, that's, that's like, that was one of my, like, major goals right there. Because as a kid, I went to the Soul Jam show. Right. And that was, like, one of the top things for the city. Like, I remember at one time, like, and this is before, like, Ava started doing all these big concerts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It was Soul Jams was the show that everybody went to. Either you went to Soul Jams or you took your ass to Breakers when they were doing concerts <laughs> out the Teen night out at Breakers. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yo, that's cool. Like, one of the things that I've never got to do that I want to do, mm-hmm. I want to DJ either an Arizona Wildcats football game oh, at the stadium yeah, mm-hmm. or a basketball game. I don't know anybody over there. That's crazy. Bro, I, I be telling people this, and, and, and you see everybody be like, Jamar, how you don't know this person? Right. I really try to stay out of the way I really try to keep to myself. It's like, okay, I'm not one of them people that be trying to like, I don't try to step on nobody's toes. Definitely. I don't be trying to be like... Mm-hmm. I'm just like, when it comes, it comes. But it's like, that's a goal. I want to DJ a Wildcats basketball game, either at McHale Center. Yeah. And that's because I went... I used to go to McHale Center with my dad to watch the basketball game. Or I want to do it at the stadium. Right. That'd be
0: mm-hmm. dope. I can see you the like, the football stadium for sure.
1: All I need is to just give me 10 minutes. Just give me 10 <laughs> minutes. And watch that game. I'm turning that game out. Just give me 10 minutes. That's it. Definitely. And it's just like, um, you know, I've done a... I, Music has done a lot for me, bro. I DJed inside the Grand Canyon. What? Really? They have a they have a soup by a tribe, the Native American tribe down there, has a festival called the Peach Festival. You know a lot of festivals, man. Yeah. I need to plug in with you about these festivals. <laughs> so they, they they keep it down there. They flew me and my equipment down in a in a helicopter. What? Yeah. Wow. So I've done it, I've done it actually twice for them. The first time was in a helicopter, and so they flew it down. And then me and my boy Polo, um, were like, yo. If we're going to do the full experience, I'm like, yo, you down to ride a horse in the Grand Canyon? And he was like, yeah. So you ride all the way from the top. You know what I'm saying? And we rode, it takes about two hours to get to the little the little Native American village down there. Yeah. And we ride through the Grand Canyon. And I'm just like, I'm like, how cool is this? I'm like, that's awesome. It's like where cowboys and Indians used to like <laughs> roll yeah. like, like back in the day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, And it was like, it was real. It was really cool. Um, every year I do Mocha Fest in Cancun with BMW Entertainment. Yeah, mm-hmm. they fly me out to Cancun and stuff like that. I'm out there for a week DJing. We have like six parties out there. We have a boat cruise, and it's just like, it, 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 it's like how can you complain about that? You're getting paid to go on vacation. That's mm-hmm. so dope. And you're getting to do what you love, you know. So it's just like, it's you like, don't lose. You you don't. You know, you don't and I, and I can't. I can never be ungrateful to DJing or music because it's just like. I be seeing it all the time on Facebook. Like I'm very active on social media, and it's like people will like like say promoters put up. They're like, "What DJ should we book on this show?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yo, I don't even got to say, it. "Yo, tag, yo, they, everybody be tagging me in it." They're like, "Yo, Jamar."
2: Mm-hmm. They're
1: like, "Yo, that's that's the dude right there." You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's up. And it's just like I'm I'm appreciated for that because there's hundreds of DJs out there. There's hundreds of but but they rocking with me, though. They, like, they supporting me, like, mm-hmm. and that's what I love, you know?
0: That's amazing. That's awesome, man. Um, you asked a very famous question here. I think we asked you before. <laughs> but uh, I want to see if it changed. Uh, Danielle, you want to break us
2: in? Yeah. So if you could pick any superhero power, what would it be and why?
1: Damn, that's hard. I think you said the same thing, too,
2: we <laughs> asked the last time.
1: <laughs> I want the power that the Flash has, where he can where he can turn back time.
2: So travel in the past.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. And the reason why is that um, one of my biggest influences in my life, and one like the things I think that kind of changed like my life that made me kind of look at things on a more darker side of things mm-hmm. is when my brother died. And if I can go back in past, I could probably save my brother from dying. Oh man. And like that, that's really something to me. Like where. I would love that power right there To go back to do that right there yeah. You know mm. You could pretty much Write the mistakes Like the wrongs That you've made in life And stuff like that And different things Where you could Definitely You could just go back Definitely So I guess time travel Is that what it'd be called?
2: Yeah, yeah. Time travel yeah.
1: I
0: think Would you go to the future as well? Or would you want to just go to the past?
1: No nah, man I'm going to the future Okay. I'll find out what tomorrow's lottery numbers are. <laughs> I'm hitting the lottery at least six times on them. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, how is this dude winning so much? You know what
0: I'm saying? Fair, fair enough. Um, an, an, a new question we ask a lot of uh, our guests now. Um, Jamar, I like you, man. You're real cool. Thank you. And I would hate for this question to end our friendship here. So, how do you feel about mint chocolate chip ice cream? <laughs> Bro, I love mint chocolate chip no! ice cream. Thank you, Jamar. And that's the end of the podcast, y'all. I hope y'all had a great
1: podcast. <laughs> mint man, chocolate chip ice cream is bomb. What's wrong with you?
0: That's just nasty. You just don't that. do that. Bro, are you a terrorist? Uh, if I if I don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream, yes, I guess that's bro. what it
1: is. Mint chocolate chip ice cream is good. That, you're tripping. Bro, you ain't had Ben and Jerry's mint chocolate, uh, chocolate you know, chip I, well, ice cream. I think we good. might have to go after the podcast and go get some mint chocolate chip. I'll even buy it. No. No, I'm just not gonna. What do kind it. of ice cream you like?
0: I like chocolate chip. Chocolate cookie
1: chip, dough. cookie dough. Oh, yeah. ooh. You like chocolate chip. I like chocolate chip. You basic.
0: Nah. <laughs> uh, what's up with Mexico? You
1: like a girl to go to Mexico and get her titties done. You basic. <laughs> <laughs> Are we be a basic now? That's uh, what we do? I guess, I guess so. I guess but that's what we're at. like. Chocolate chip. I don't think chocolate chip is my favorite. Maybe cookie dough. Cookie dough is fire. No, nah, you know what I like more than cookie dough, though? What? Salted caramel. Salted oh, caramel. I'm going to hub that's after this, boy. yo. The hub has some good ice cream. <laughs> I think we just found some common ground there, Daniela.
0: <laughs> salted, salted caramel. Salted caramel. Salted that's what's up, man. Is there uh, anything else that you're working on? I mean, you, you said a lot, but bro, honestly,
1: I'm going for that producer of the year award this year at AZMT. Okay, that's what I want this year. So I'm just putting out music, music, music. Like my mind is just focused on that. Like I oh, literally yeah. get up in the morning and I and I and i be like, hmm who do I want to record with today? Right. Who do I want to do songs? And I'm like, yo, and I will just be, like I said, Instagram, I'd be hitting up people. I'd be like, yo, Chris Brown, it's popping, <laughs> beat, what's good? Like, let's do something. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yo, Definitely. Like, I'm like, yo, records, like, that's what that's what I'm really on right there. You know, it's just like, this to me, is, it's not even about the money of it. Like, I'd be telling people, like, the coolest thing to me about being a producer is that I could die today. 20 years from now when my kids have kids they can go on YouTube or whatever streaming things and they can say your grandfather produced that right that's your grandfather's record look that's grandpa's name right there Mm -hmm. grandpa was in that video right there that's grandpa's song right there Mm -hmm. to me it's about the legacy that you leaving behind right on like you could imagine like even like and and, like Lil Wayne he's one of my favorite rappers you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying when his daughter starts having kids and stuff like that And she starts showing like Yo these are all grandpa's records These are all grandpa's accomplishments. Grandpa won a Grammy Grandpa had He's gonna That's be amazing. like wow He don't even gotta Like say if he's not here when she has a kid But he doesn't have to meet mm-hmm. That person to know that person Very Because true. it's like your music It shows like an expression of who you are mm-hmm. That's, That's what, what I'm chasing me. down bro It's a legacy It's not about like a lot of people be on this whole, like, and excuse my language when I say this, but they be out here, like, they chasing bitches and they chasing pussy and all that. I'm not on that right there. I'm chasing a legacy that I want something that is cemented forever. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that, man. Yo, on that note, man, DJ Jamar, where can they follow you at, man?
1: Yo, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, DJ Jamar I-N-T-L. Saw one word DJ J A H M A R I N T L. Facebook Jamar International. Two words spelled out J A H M A R spell out international. <laughs> <laughs> you That's got up, it. Snapchat, same thing, yo, DJ Jamar I N T L. You know. Everything is everything is DJ Jamar, you know. But the easiest thing, so y'all ain't gotta spell it out, just and this is gonna sound cliche. Google just verified me as an artist So yo, you can go to Google Just okay. put DJ Jamar in there It'll bring up all my music All my pages Everything that you can follow You can just click the link And like boom There you go
0: there you go. Wow. Y'all heard it here, man. Go ahead and check them out. Just Google me. <laughs> doing great things, man, as well as the music you, thing and, and the community. And we appreciate you, man, taking time out of your day you, on a Sunday you. to come out here We could be with family.
1: Anytime, it up, man. It could be a Monday. I'll be out here for you. Yo, I appreciate, appreciate you, man. Time, brother.
0: And yo, you can follow us at The Lounge Takeover. You can follow me personally at Z underscore underscore G-I-V. You can follow Daniela at Danny Roll
2: Takeover. You can
0: follow the man behind the board at the Mankind Podcast. Uh, doing it up a.k.a. The Podfather, a.k.a. <laughs> (laughs) the craftiest of podcasters Mr. Podcaster himself Mankind and yo we are out of here man you have a good one
2: peace peace